When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. And on this Wednesday morning, it is time to start thinking about final exams. The NFL's last weekend, so much at stake. Which teams who need them will bring home the A's and head off to the postseason? Let's dive in now. Here we go! Only one place to start. Well, the one place to start is with the NFL headed to week 18, and I could not be more delighted or grateful to have Jeff Saturday and Kimberly Martin good enough to hang out after we wrap up, get up this morning. A very happy new year, Kmart, to you on this show. We had a chance. We did two hours of TV, but I didn't get to say happy new year to you here on the radio. Best month ever. Kmart loves... so, So Kmart is one of those people, Jeffrey, and I don't know if this is... I don't mean this to be a gender thing, but I do find it to be much more prevalent, at least in my world, amongst the women I know than the men. Mm -hmm. Her birthday is a very big deal. Huge. Yeah. So she's got got a birthday coming up next week. Brianna. Brianna, our makeup artist, has a birthday coming up next week. After mine, yep. And Jennifer, who is our stage manager, who's in for Brandon, Mm -hmm. she has a birthday coming up this month. Yes. And I know all of those things. Because we talk about it, not They never stop talking about it. (laughs) This morning, Jeff. Like, I don't know when your birthday no. is. <laughs> or you. So right. I'm with you. That's and what we'll, I mean. And probably will never. No, that's what I mean. When is your birthday? Don't tell me. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to remember. Send, I'm not going to send you anything. I, I'm not going to post a little IG story. I love I L Y S M. Like, there's none of that going on. I love you so much, too. Um, And I would, I'm big into birthdays. I think it's special. I think I'm a Capricorn. A lot of my identity comes from that. What does I that even mean? I don't know what that means. Uh, what does that even mean? Uh, we don't have the time on the show, guys. But we have Capricorn, two hours. Well, ve- I mean, Capricorns are very determined, very practical. We hate feelings. Well, we feel deeply, but we hate exposing them. And we are just very driven and very successful. So wait a minute. See, here's the problem that I have with this. Uh, I understand that a lot of people are very into astrology, and, 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 and I don't mean to disrespect that. You're but about you're to. telling me. Yes. So, so, so 8% <laughs> of the planet, uh-huh. because... If you just assume that the, 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 speaking, there are 12 yes. signs and, yeah. and they are broken up relatively equally. Mm-hmm. So 8% of the people on planet Earth all share those traits? Uh, proven fact, Greeny, yes. Proven fact? <laughs> proven fact. <laughs> Far as you know, Greeny. Far like, as you I know. Astrology, this... fascinating. We used to have a hair a stylist here. Her name was Christina April. Loved her. Nina. She, she After COVID, she didn't come back. But um, I, I, she was great. This was before Kmart's time. But she was wonderful. And she was very into astrology. And I remember one time I told her I was going to do something. I forget what. But I was making sort of a big decision. And she said, Greeny, you're doing that while Mercury is, is in retrograde? retrograde? <laughs> oh, no. I don't know what that means. I'm Me not that either. big into it. Mercury I just... is in retrograde. <laughs> well, Mercury is in retrograde. Because you're, yes. you're rising sun, moon, She's telling stars. me I shouldn't I be that. making important decisions in my life. Because it's, it's almost like I'm coming out of anesthesia from a surgery or something. Well, you can't do that. While Mercury is in retrograde, Greeny. Uh, anyway, 
Can All we right. just focus on my birthday again? It is next Tuesday, January 9th, same day as Ocho Cinco. Ocho Cinco. And Richard Won't Nixon. Won't send him a gift either. And Richard Nixon? <laughs> Richard Nixon. Really? It's an interesting one. <laughs> okay. On the gamut there, guys. Yeah. Let's, uh, yes, from Ocho Cinco to yes. Richard Nixon is <laughs> yes. the gamut. Yeah, it really is. You did run the opposite ends of the spectrum, 100%. There is no greater description of the gamut than Ocho Cinco on this side and Richard Ocho Nixon. Ocho Cinco on Shea Shea Show <laughs> and Richard Nixon. Yeah, probably not going to hang out a lot. That is funny. Okay. <laughs> Having said all of that, um, and we did. Um, I want to dive into a few of the things we did today. We took a stroll down memory lane, which for me is fun. You know, I hosted this show called Mike and Mike for 18 years, and there was a time when everyone would always mention that to me. I'd walk down the street and people would say, now it's been so long, it doesn't happen all the time, and the new shows have, have done well, and so people will mention those to me. So every once in a while, I'm reminded of something that we did, and it, it feels nice, and today was an example of that. So I'll tell everyone exactly how we got there because we got there organically. The Cowboys basically had a gift fall into their lap. Yeah. The Eagles' loss last week was inexplicable, inexcusable, should never have happened, and yet it did. Mm-hmm. And so the Cowboys get this gift. And so the topic I wanted to do on the show today was, are they good enough to take advantage of it? If, if you get given like an opportunity, like I'll use a golf analogy, if you hit a terrible shot, but it hits, you know, it should go out of bounds, but it hits a tree and, and lands on the green. Bounce. Like, can you, can you uh, capitalize on that? Can the Cowboys do that? And I said to Jeff, can they do that? And Jeff said, they can because they have the best quarterback in the NFC. And my mind immediately went to an old Mike and Mike feature called Confidence Picks. We would do it every year before the playoffs. Which quarterback do you have the most confidence in and rank them? And in, in this case, we'll do the NFC one through seven. Okay. If we're ranking, and we don't know who the seven quarterbacks, because some teams haven't been decided yet. Right. But if the season ended today, the quarterbacks would be Dak, Jalen Hurts, Matthew Stafford, Jared Goff. Uh, who Brock? am I forgetting? Um, Brock Purdy, did we say? Brock Purdy, mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield, and Jordan Love. Those would be the seven quarterbacks in the NFC. Now, I jokingly sometimes call Kmart the president of the Jalen Hurts fan club. But I really mean that in a, in a complimentary way because I think you were on to Jalen Hurts before the rest of the world was. You, you, you believed he was really special yeah. before most people got there. But if you were doing your confidence picks right now in a vacuum, is Dak number one for you in the NFC? Based off of how he's played this season, yes. Dak is still number one. But I hate this question, Greeny, because, again, what is that really saying? Yes, we trust Dak, but do we trust the Cowboys? It's saying what it's saying. I mean, we, we trust Mahomes. Do we trust the Chiefs? We trust Allen. Do we trust the Bills? The, the quarterback's got to play. Do right. you trust that he's going to play great, more so than you do Stafford, yeah. more so than you do Hurts, more so than you do Goff, more so uh, than you do Purdy? That, that's the question. That's what I'm asking you to say. Absolutely. You I, do. I, I Dak do. is one. Dak is one. I mean, listen, in 11 games, y'all, he's thrown 27 touchdowns and picks? four interceptions. That is insane. Mm -hmm. And that's not a two or three. This is 11 games where all attention has been put on him. His offensive line and run game has not adapted to what everybody thought it was. He was under assault against the Detroit Lions. I mean, Hutchinson spent more time in the backfield than Pollard did. (laughs) It was an insane insane environment. And he still makes plays. And everybody goes to the two-point nonsense. Okay, great. Was that that a foul up? Maybe. But the the tripping call was even more egregious. Earlier, the game would have been over. So when I look at it, this is where I would go. Dak, 
Purdy, Hurts, Stafford, Golf. I don't know who is wait, wait, six. Wait. Dak, Dak is one. Yep, Purdy, Purdy would be two. two. Hurts would be three, three for me. Stafford three. would be four. Yeah. four. Golf. Golf five. And then right now I have Love and Mayfield. Neither yeah, one of we them don't have know. clinched right. a spot. Right. So, but if, if we were doing that, we go Mayfield six and Love seven. Love yeah. is, because you're asking played. just about quarterback play. So, right. Because Swagoo got all upset with me about Stafford. And he's like, well, Purdy is only good because of who he has around him. Because he has Samuel and he has Ayuk and he has Kittle. Well, Sta- Stafford don't look like Stafford if, if Cooper Cup don't walk out here. If, you know, Puka. Yeah, Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua doesn't play. He doesn't, if, if Kyron Williams, Williams. If Williams isn't freaking balling the way he is. Like, let's give some people some credit man right. like every quarterback depends on cd lamb for dak yeah. has been has been major but you don't just absolve it because of that so to be clear because you were still playing in the nfl when we used to do this feature and kmart because you were probably in grade school when we used to do this feature <laughs> yeah, she was in eighth grade we didn't just do the goon on, on the basketball, basketball court so the way we would do it is we would break it down by different things so which defense do you trust the most which yeah. quarterback which coach mm. and then i forget there was one other it might have just been offense in general. It was something else. And we would do them, and then we would, we would assign a number value to each team based on the confidence level that we had in the four different categories. And the lowest number, we would say, that's the team that we think should win it. And it was a great bit. And look, look, we had four hours a day to fill, <laughs> and it helped us fill a lot of time. So, Kmart, he's got Dak one, yeah. Purdy two, mm-hmm. Hertz three, Stafford four, yes. Goff five, Mayfield six, Love seven. Do you agree? I agree. That would be your order. That would be I think order. we're selling short Matt Stafford, guys. I think we are selling short Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford is playing out of his freaking mind. And, it, 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 and he you know does what? have. You know who they almost cup. lost to this weekend if they yeah. make a field goal? Right. The New York no, Giants. I get that. But Brock Purdy just threw four interceptions yeah, against in the, game the Ravens. This week. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's. You're not playing the. He didn't play the Giants and throw four. He threw the. He played the best team in the NFL and, and threw four picks. So, yeah. It, who you play does matter. If you, if you, do, if you don't stomp on the ones you should stomp, then it does matter matter it, you saw the Giants it, it, Wink Martin did not pull off the blitz at all against Matthew Stafford so that is what it is when I'm talking about this the receivers made plays the running back makes plays all of those things and listen I get the whole Purdy conversation because he hasn't done it yet it's all those things they got a great defense they got a great run game in McCaffrey but he has made plays as well Jeffrey Saturday is making so much sense this morning I I love it. I love it. He's still in love with Stafford when he, they won the Super Bowl. By the way, who threw a bunch of arm punts? I mean, I, I'm just I'm he not throws going. picks. Yeah, I, I'm not saying he doesn't yeah. throw picks, but that doesn't. That's not what me a quarterback wants to do. Well, Here's the problem. I'm not saying he does want to do it, but he also makes spectacular plays. He throws the football better than any of the other people on this list. Great, as long as it's to my team. That's what I love. I don't care what the ball looks like. Just go Here's, to my guys and my jersey. In, defense, up in defense of Brock Purdy, one last time. What we want to see GMs and head coaches do is surround their quarterbacks with talent. Yeah. Now the 49ers have done that. And now we're going to kill the quarterback. We're holding it against yeah. the quarterback Thank you. because the roster is so good. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand. This is what you want. Howie Roseman, he was praised for what he put around Jalen Hurts. And people said, oh, well, Jalen's not that good. Look at his roster. Yeah. And, like, all these things. So, Greeny, I'm sorry, but – you and Swagoo are on one today, and yeah. I don't like it. You on one. On one, bro. I mean, he, he's – I'm, I'm merely saying, I think... Give me the numbers, because you're looking them up. I want you to give me Stafford's numbers versus Purdy's numbers. 
Oh, they're not going to be as good. But so, exactly. I think with one game left in the season, I'll give you the projected numbers. This yeah. is what their numbers would project them to be. I've got Stafford in front of me. 63% completion, 4,200 yards, 26 touchdowns, 12 picks. Okay. That would be his. Now let me get Purdy as quickly as I can for you here. Yep. I'm not, the, I'm be not the most nimbi- uh, nimble when it comes to maneuvering around the... Where's Hembo when you need <laughs> him? Know, got Greeny out here over there sifting through right stats. Now. Here it is. I got it. Here's Purdy... Uh, projected for the season, 69% completion, mm-hmm. yep. 4,500 yards, yep. 33 touchdowns, mm. 12 picks. Mm. So they're better. Yeah. Not saying no. Yeah. He's also 20-whatever-he-is-years-old versus Stafford, who has been there and done that and won a Super Bowl a couple <laughs> of years ago. <laughs> We're talking about confidence. If you're telling me right now that I could either have Brock Purdy or Matthew Stafford quarterbacking my team to win one playoff game this year, I would take Stafford. Yeah. Well, you, you want, would take you're Purdy? Wrong. Yeah. You, who would you take, Kim Bart? Purdy or Stafford right now to win you one playoff game? Well, this year. Right this year? Yeah. This next I'm, week. You're not talking about Matthew Stafford of three years ago. I'm you're talking, talking about, about right next now. week. Yeah. I would take Brock right now. Common sense ain't common. That did not feel like the end of a sentence. Because you said that in such a way that it felt like there were more words the coming. Way, I said it the way Dominique was like, yeah, the Bills will win. Oh, wait, no, actually, the Dolphins <laughs> will win. Three actually, times in our every segment. segment, every segment was like, well, um, here's the thing. I don't understand. I feel like we're we're going down the Brock Purdy rabbit hole just because of where he was drafted. Yeah. If this kid was a second round pick, we would not be spending this much time Agreed. trying to dissect everything he does. We'd just be like, oh. The dude has a sixty nine percent completion rate. You want to go to a? I mean, come on. He threw four picks in one game, right, against the Ravens. So. Take take that game away. He's got eight picks and and dang near thirty five touchdowns. We're not taking games away. I mean, when do we I'm start taking saying, games I'm away? I'm just saying if if that's the way you're going to look at it, you take one horrible game and and go okay, that was a that was an awful game against a very good defense, and he looked bad, right? But I'm I'm just I just think you're confused. Right, look, a couple of years ago, <laughs> that's all I think. I think Matthew you're Stafford led the league in interceptions, or was last in the league, depending on how you look at it. The year they won the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. he's, the, that, that is a stat that I think sometimes gets overstated. Now, explosive plays, big plays. You and I have talked about yeah. this. I like Stafford. I think the Rams are a dangerous team. I agree with that. They're going to beat somebody because they run the right. pill, bro. Right. They can run the rock. Kyron Williams makes good when he doesn't. Okay, so let me ask you this: you Look at the Rams when he. plays. Plays when Williams plays versus what he doesn't, and tell me that Stafford is carrying the team. I didn't say he's carrying the because team. that's not that's what I'm saying. So when you look at this, that's what per, that's the whole argument is Purdy. He's not carrying the team because of McCaffrey. Neither does the Stafford. But if you're lining them up at this season, Purdy has played better. Listen, I'm on Team Jeff Saturday. Because right, if he right. becomes a head coach, right. I want to be on the staff. Just because so. he's bigger than me. That's the only reason everyone agrees with him. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. You guys are the best. Thank Love you it. both. Always so much fun. Coming up next, Hembo has a Lamar Jackson stat that is going to blow Ooh. your mind. Don't yes. miss it. Next on ESPN Radio. And happy birthday. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. 
superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com greenie today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Greeny, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Final exams this weekend. Is that the reason you chose this song, Cam? Like, to me, this song... I always associate with a, with a movie called Animal House, That's which was made said. probably 25 years before you were born. Is that is that why this song was chosen here? Because of Animal House? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what it's known from, but just felt like hearing it. Have you seen Animal House? I have, a while ago. My parents showed it to me when I was much younger than I should have been, see, old, seeing wait, it for the first time. How old were you when your parents showed you Animal House? Like 13. I should Get have been. Get out of here. Yeah, nice. It was, it was not... I was not ready for it. I like wow. it. I, probably I don't think, Hem- I don't think Hembo could handle it now. No, he could not. I mean, at that age, I, I still had not had the, the birds and the bees discussion. Neither had I. And then I was like, what is happening on this screen right have now? Have you had it yet? <laughs> I do have twins. I know that, but I mean, that doesn't mean you understand anything. That's true also. You, you, you strike me. Let's put it this way. Like, I'm willing to have the birds. I'm, I'm sort of, you know, America's sports dad at this point. I'm willing to have the birds and the bees conversation with almost anyone, and by almost, I mean if I got to choose everyone in the world, I would choose them before I chose him. Right, because the first question I would have in response would be one you would not be prepared That's to answer. That's what I answer. mean. Let's do it on the air. So, Hembo. <laughs> When a man and a woman love each other, and, and, and that, that, that's how it starts. Right. And I'm, I, it doesn't go anywhere good from there, I'll tell you that. What do you mean by good? Uh, anyway, Hembo has got a Lamar Jackson stat that I'm told is going to blow our minds. And I say that because I haven't seen it either. So we'll all hear it together in 30 seconds after this word from Granger. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. The Scoop. All right, Hembo, I'm told you have a ridiculous Lamar, Jast- uh, Lamar Jackson statistic, and I am all ears. Yeah, so we know that Lamar Jackson is going to win his second MVP 
this season. At least that feels like sort of a fait accompli when looking at the betting market. What? what, what who is even in the picture? I, like it, he's like minus two thousand. Okay. So, like we're talking about it's it's over. It's over. Something drastic would need to happen in the very last week of the season. Okay. It's not going to happen anyway. We have the Ravens Week 18 game on our air. Uh, I was talking about this with Orlovsky this week. Uh, he's preparing for it, and I wanted to find a number to, to sort of quantify Lamar Jackson's greatness. And I was having a tough time doing so when you just use his individual stats because whether it be his career or just this year, because he runs so much, there's nothing like that. There's not one thing that really pops off the page. I did notice, however, that the Baltimore Ravens in the 77 games in which he has started in his career as a team averaged 180 rushing yards a game. 180 is their average. So wait, so so when he plays, Mm -hmm. they run the ball for 180 yards a game as a team. I mean, have has any team in NFL history ever run the ball for an average of 180 yards a game? And that's what I looked up. So I asked Elias Sports Bureau, is there any other quarterback, is there any other team that has run this successfully with any individual quarterback? And the answer is Milt Plum on the Cleveland Browns. You know his, uh, who his running back was? Yeah, he played with Jim Brown. That's right. The two most prolific quarterbacks in NFL history when it comes to how well their teams ran the football are Lamar Jackson and Milt Plum, who had the greatest running back of all time in his backfield. Wow. So it's, it's the Ravens at 180, and it's the Milt Plum Browns at 175. The Milt Plum. I'm definitively the only one here who knows who Milt Plum was. Um, but that's a whole other. Qu- so, so, but even that at 175 isn't as much as 180. That's right. So you're saying Lamar is one all time, meaning Lamar Jackson's teams, when he plays, run the football better than any other quarterback's teams in the history of the NFL. Yes, having Lamar at quarterback provides you the most prolific run game in the history of the National Football Okay, League. so that's a great stat. That, that, that lived up to its um, billing. Now let's figure out exactly how meaningful that is, right? Because we live in a world where we feature – where the, the – the game features the passing game much more than the running game, where we generally think the best way to score points and win games is to throw the football more, not run it more. We have de-emphasized running more than ever before. It is a remarkable statistic, but I'm not even sure what question I'm trying to ask here. Like the one that's on the screen is, is Lamar Jackson still underrated as a soon-to-be two-time MVP? My answer to that question, I think, is no. Like, I think most people appropriately um, assess him. What do you mean, or who do you mean by most people? I think most people who are football fans who are not on Twitter and don't have some reason. Like, what I think has happened is the the discussion in America, and this goes way beyond sports, but let's stay in our lane and keep it in sports. Even the sports discussion, unfortunately, has been co-opted in, in, to large degree by people's biases, by people wanting to make, for lack of a better way of putting it, a political point about something. And those people, there are a lot of people like that who I think have a vested interest in either overestimating or underestimating what Lamar Jackson is. I think that, however, is a very noisy minority of people. I think most people recognize Lamar Jackson for exactly what he is, which is an outstanding player who just needs to get to a Super Bowl to cement his place as 
like right alongside Patrick Mahomes as the quarterback of this time. Follow up Mahomes is the quarterback of this generation. Lamar Jackson is not. Lamar Jackson's numbers easily compare with Mahomes's. His watchability is comparable, and he's got as he will have as many MVP awards as Mahomes does. But he's not the quarterback of this generation. Mahomes is because Mahomes has been to three Super Bowls, and that is the way, fairly or unfairly, we judge quarterbacks. So if Lamar if Lamar Jackson gets this team to the Super Bowl this year and wins it, then I think we have to say he is the second best quarterback of this era. I have a follow-up question. Go ahead. answering that question on our screen, is Lamar Jackson still underrated as a soon-to-be two-time MVP? What if I offered you a scenario in which you could have Lamar Jackson as your quarterback? What you have to do is give up two uh, first-round picks to get him and then give him a new contract. Would you do that? Right. It's what every team in the league didn't do. Right. So when you say, is he underrated, the most important people on the planet, NFL owners... Didn't do that. I think the answer to this question is yes. That's not why they didn't do it. Why didn't they do it? Because there was a perception that he wanted a fully guaranteed contract and the owners weren't going there. That is the third rail of NFL ownership. For whatever reason, Lamar Jackson is great, but he's not great enough to completely change the dynamics of the economic of the sport until the end of time. And as a result, he didn't wind up getting that fully guaranteed deal. He instead just got a monstrously wonderful deal that will set his family up for generations and generations, and he can continue to play great. And in the first year of it, he proved he was worthy of it because he has his team in the one seed, and he's going to be the MVP. Again, all he needs to do is get his team to the Super Bowl, and we can say it's not Allen, it's not Burrow, it's not Hurts. I'm trying to think of who the other people who would even be in this discussion are. He's the closest thing we have to Mahomes. Mahomes is the quarterback. He is the face of this generation of quarterbacks, right? As as the Bradys and the Rodgers and for whatever it's worth, the Russell Wilsons and whoever else, Matthew Stafford, sort of age out of that. And these guys take over the league. The big ones, the really big ones, are in no particular order, Mahomes, Lamar, uh, Burrow, Allen, Hurts. Who am I forgetting? This, you're talking about the top of the food chain. Those are the guys. That's it. Those are the people. Lamar Jackson, I think, vaults to the top of that list below Mahomes if he gets this team to the Super Bowl. Okay. You agree Can, or disagree? Um, I, I agree. But I still think the question is a legitimate one. Cam put into our Google Doc a list of all the two-time MVPs in the history of the NFL. These are Hall of Famers right. and Lamar Jackson, who's going to win his second this year. Lamar Jackson is not considered on the same plane as any of these people. Lamar Jackson is one of the most individually, by the end of this season, regardless of what happens in the playoffs, Lamar Jackson is going to be as accomplished as any individual football player through the age of 26 that has ever lived. Right. He is not considered that by the intelligentsia right now. He is not close. Because the intelligentsia isn't that intelligent. It is misnamed. Uh, People who are paying attention should know that. How do you not know that? When he plays, they win. When he doesn't play, they lose. It's not that complicated. Uh, You you can give me the running stat, which I thought was fascinating. I don't know how relevant that is, but whatever it is. Here's another one. He plays, they win. What's his winning percentage? It's like nearly, it's like more than 700. He's 58 and 19. How many other quarterbacks ever compare to that? It's like Mahomes and Brady and Staubach and like that's, he's he's in that group. Who's not, who's Who's not? I'm I'm questioning. I'm I'm open-minded to this. I'm questioning the fact that most people don't know that. I think most people do know that, especially now. How how much of of this perception, though, is based on his lack of success in the playoffs? I guess some, but I mean, look, 
Peyton Manning was 0-3 in the playoffs once upon a time, mm-hmm. and I'm old enough to remember because I was hosting the show where we talked about it. Is Manning never going to make it? Is he cannot win the big game? Blah, blah, blah. And he was a lot older than Lamar Jackson is right now, yeah. and then he won the Super Bowl, and no one ever said that anymore. So I, I, I don't think this is all as – I think we're, we're, we are allowing a very small vocal group of people – to diminish him for whatever reason. And, and we could, I don't even want to sit here and get into what all the reasons could be and probably are. But that's a whole separate issue. He's a great, great player. And anyone who's not recognizing that is either doesn't know anything about football or has some other interest. We have not recognized who's we? that. The Ravens have been the best team in the AFC and in some cases, or in some sense, the best team in football for basically the whole season. Until they beat the 49ers, we did not have any meaningful conversation about them on national talk shows except for when they blew a couple fourth-quarter leads. He wasn't talked about as the MVP. We are figuring out who is challenging the Chiefs. The Ravens and Lamar Jackson have not been discussed like they have been the juggernaut that they are. It took them beating the Niners in that game for us to get there. Because they lost a lot of games early, right? They, they mm-hmm. lost some games and, early and, and on. And it took them out of the discussion. Like, we were talking about Miami because they were scoring a million points a game and they won a lot of games. And we were talking talking about Kansas City because he's Patrick Mahomes. I would still put Mahomes at one, no matter what. And then I would put, but I think that right now, if we're, if we're judging this based on people's careers, you put Lamar at number two. Like he just hasn't done it the way most people, the reason he didn't get drafted where it now would appear he should have been is because he plays the game differently. Mm-hmm. But he plays it so effectively that to deny that or to dispute it, like you and I once did a down barrel talking about exactly this, and I still remember my last, uh, the way we do these down barrels, which are these on-camera essays that we do on Get Up. Hembo gives me all the stats, I write them, and then we do them on TV. And I still remember the last sentence that I did. I said, there's nothing wrong with having been wrong about Lamar Jackson. Every team in the league was the problem is now failing to acknowledge what he has become. Mm-hmm. I, I, I literally wrote that exactly. So maybe I'm just speaking for myself. I haven't missed it. And when he plays, they win. Why haven't they won playoff games? Part of it is because he's been hurt. The last two years mm-hmm. he's been hurt, didn't play in the playoffs. So how, what is his playoff record? One and two? Or one and three. Like? One but and people three. act like it's one and nine. Yeah. He, he, he's, he, only, he didn't play in the playoffs either of the last two years. Oh, by the way, if he did, maybe they would already have won by now. Now, he gets hit a lot because he, historically at least, because he ran a lot. And maybe that was one of the legitimate questions is, you know, is he going to take too much of a beating? And is that, are you concerned that he's not there late in the season because he's gotten hurt, blah, blah, blah. None of that has been a factor this year. Look, your beloved FPI, your analytics, say that there is a better than 50-50 shot. The Ravens are in the Super Bowl this year. If they are, then there will be no room left to question him. This guy won the MVP in 2019. His leading receiver was his tight end, Mark Andrews. He had 850 yards. He's going to win the MVP this year. His leading receiver is a 5'9 rookie. What he's doing is unprecedented. I went back since the NFL launched its 16-game schedule. 
And there are only a handful of quarterbacks that ever won the MVP without a 1,000-yard receiver. And he's going to do it twice in a five-year span. A part of that, though, is because he runs so much. His effectiveness is not limited by not having a monster passing game. But he's right? also their leading rusher. No, I, I'm not, that's why he's the MVP. I mean, I, I, I'm, They've got I'm, a top-five passing game. I think you and I are saying the same thing. They've got a top-five passing game. I feel like you're setting up – look, maybe I'm wrong. Somewhat, correct me if Bubba and Cam, am I wrong? Do you believe that there is a, a, a wider perception that Lamar Jackson isn't as good as he actually is? I think there may have been coming into this season because he had the MVP season, and then the last two years he hasn't finished seasons. Uh, when he played in those seasons, they did win, but he didn't look as spectacular as he has this year or his MVP years. And I think that factored into why a lot of teams didn't go after him. They were worried about giving him all that guaranteed money that they thought he wanted when he hadn't finished two seasons in a row. I, I guess. I mean, I, they, they weren't going to give him a guaranteed contract because they weren't going to give him a guaranteed contract. It's not a coincidence that Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and all these other guys about whom those questions do not have never existed don't have guaranteed contracts. And it's it's no coincidence that Deshaun Watson's contract threw the entire NFL ownership into a tizzy and they will never do it again. The Lamar Jackson thing is the Lamar Jackson not getting a guaranteed contract was not about Lamar Jackson. So Jeremy Fowler uh, on ESPN.com every summer does his like quarterback rankings based right. upon all the aggregation of conversations he right. has with people around the league. Right. Lamar has never ranked, never ranked higher than fourth in those rankings. Coming into this year, he ranked seventh right ahead of Trevor Lawrence, behind Justin Herbert, who hasn't accomplished a modicum of what Jackson has. And the year prior was an honorable mention, was outside the top 10. That's like what the NFL thinks about him. Jeremy's not, those aren't Jeremy's opinions. You know why that is? Why is that? Because that's a lot of people in the league who missed on him. Mm. That's a lot of people in the league who were wrong about him and now don't want to admit it. I think he's Steph Curry. I I think Steph Curry is the best cross-sport comp for Lamar Jackson. How so? Because he slipped in the draft. In Curry's case, Minnesota took two players before Curry wound up going. Um, because what Curry does looks different, and we're averse to things that look different. Like it's one. Like there are still credible people that think Steph Curry is a product of that system. That think all sorts of no, silly no, no. things. See, that again, think he wouldn't I'm thrive in the nineties. I'm going to stop you. Who are these people? When Ste- Steph Curry what had not credible people are, are Steph shortchanging Curry Steph Curry had not now. won a Finals MVP before the last time, and people still said he can't do it in the playoffs. And like credible, very credible, Charles Barkley, Kendrick Perkins. Now, types. who's saying that now? No one's saying that now. Because he proved he can at 35 so, years old. Well, Lamar Jackson has to prove he can. He's he got, 26 years old. He's got to win the champ. But but my point is, you could, someone hasn't done something till they've done it. He's got LeBron James in his conference. Not being Patrick Mahomes is not an indictment on a player. That's the worst thing that you can say about Lamar Jackson. Is he's not the best quarterback in the league? Right. I agree. I, I, I mean, I don't disagree. If you were starting a team right now and you could either have Lamar Jackson or, or Josh Allen, which one would you take? Uh, Lamar Jackson. If you were starting a team, you could have Lamar Jackson or Joe Burrow. Which one would you take? Lamar Jackson. If you, could, if you were starting a team right now, Lamar Jackson or Jalen Hurts? I would take Lamar Jackson because we know Lamar Jackson, <laughs> to, to take it full circle back to the very beginning, provides you this incredibly high floor because of how he runs the football. And for the most part, he's actually stayed pretty healthy. Okay. I, I, I don't disagree. I, I, look, maybe I'm the one missing it, but part of it is because I stopped reading nonsense yeah. on social media. 
Like, I think a lot of that is just social media babble, and it doesn't mean anything. And I just, if you don't read it and you just see what your eyes are seeing, talk to the people around you who know what they're talking about, and mm-hmm. especially now, play fantasy and gamble? Lamar Jackson, if, 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 you're, if, you're picking, if you're playing daily fantasy, Lamar Jackson's the most expensive quarterback every single week. That's not a coincidence. Mm-mm. It's because he's going to put up monster numbers every week. Let me take a break on this thought. We have more to do on this. It's obviously an interesting conversation. Speaking of which... I had an absolutely terrible thing happen to me yesterday, and I just need to share it. And I will right after this on ESPN Radio. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured... It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Greeny, the podcast. All right, Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. I assume I'm back. Not that Cam told me or Bubba <laughs> told me or anybody told me, but I, I'm i just guessing from the fact that we're the TV shot has come up and the music is playing that I should be talking. <laughs> when have we ever told you we were back? I've literally never told you we were just said, Greeny, we're back. I've know, never I, done that. You have done that many times if there's like a two or three second pause because yeah, you guys. Like, well, we, we do that if you're like not, we have to come find you if you're not there. But when has he not been here? Well, that's happened the multiple bathroom. times. Generally yeah. here. I, maybe I'm just, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm a little thrown off by what <laughs> yeah, happened I, yesterday. You were thrown off by me playing music and coming no, back no, into the No, no, by what happened yesterday. This is Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. For a job you will love, visit progressive.com slash careers. There's one thing I've always been. It is very open and, and honest and sort of transparent with the audience. So I'm going to tell you what happened yesterday, even though it upset me greatly. So I have a beard. I've had a beard now for, I don't know, we were trying to think on vacation how long ago I grew this. Remember when I first grew it and th- there was a Twitter account called Greenie's Beard? Yeah, I do. So I was trying to remember when that was. It's probably 2011 or 12. I've had it something in the neighborhood of, 11 or 12 years. And the way I uh, keep it 
looking the way I want it to look is that I go to a barber shop, which happens to be across the street from my apartment, and I get it edged up twice a week. I go usually on a Monday, and then I'll go like on a Thursday or a Friday, and they edge it up for me. And they make it look nice. They trim it. I, I'm happy with it. So the guy. So then we went to Anguilla. I'm gone for a week and a half, and I don't have the ability to do this. Why are you laughing? Uh, I found Greeny's beard on Twitter, and oh. <laughs> it's, an, it's an account that has been suspended. It's <laughs> <laughs> very little surprise there. Anyway... So I usually go, why are you laughing? Uh, I'm just, just curious. that That's where, uh, that's where Elon is identifying. Yeah, Elon is like, we can't have Greeny's beard. We can have people making things up left and right. But no, no, no. Greeny's beard can't tweet. But anyway, so I go to this one guy normally. So I'm away for a week and a half. So the beard is bushy. If you watched Get Up or this show yesterday, you might, you, who the heck, you probably don't notice, but I noticed the beard was much longer than I like it. It's kind of scraggly. I, did, I was not happy with the way it looked. I got to get into a place to get it done. And my guy, who usually does it, is away for this entire week. So I go to a different barber shop a block away. And it's a little fancier. Like the place I normally go, it's just like a barber shop, you know? I'd like just your normal. This one had like fancy music and they bring in your drinks and all sorts of things like that. It wasn't a salon. I, they call themselves a barber shop, but it was a little more hoity toity. Anyway, none of that matters. I get in the chair, I lie down, they put you back like this. It's very comfortable, right? Any, most people know what I'm talking about. If you've ever gotten a shave in a barbershop or whatever it is, you know, you sort of lay back. They put the nice hot shaving cream on you. They put the nice hot towels. It's a delight. So I'm sitting there, and there's a person I've never met, and the barber looks, takes one look down at me, and he says, would you like us to wax your nostrils? Whoa. <laughs> now... That's a very intimate question, and it raised in my own mind a great many concerns. I didn't even know that was possible. No, nor did I. And so my first response to him was, why are you asking me if I would like you to wax my nostrils? Are you suggesting that taking one look inside my nostrils is telling you that they are so hairy that something must be done immediately. <laughs> so we have about a five-minute discussion about the benefits versus the drawbacks of the waxing of the nostrils. And then, because I am one of the five stupidest people in the world, oh, no. I said, what the hell, let's do this. What? Oh, no. Come on. I don't know why I didn't realize how much it was going to hurt. Oh, <laughs> come on. So he, he loads up. Both, each one, one at a time, with like this hot wax, which actually felt kind of nice. Like uh, having a little hot wax on a Q-tip sort of going up in right there. there. How up in there? Going right up in there. Well, not that far up. Not like when you were getting tested for, tested for COVID. Oh, I see. Just sort of in the general nostular area. Mm. And so he's got, he got the little hot wax in there, and it, it actually felt kind of oh, good. After we did the second one, I literally could not breathe. I had to open my mouth because I, it's, it's like having your nose like packed up. So anyway, I'm just kind of sitting there somewhat unaware of what's about to happen. Now, I'd like to make it very clear. I've never had anything waxed. One year, Mike and I did a wager, and th- we had to, the loser had to get his legs waxed, and thank God I won that year. So Golik got his legs waxed. I- I'm looking at Jenny, who is in the room, who is a woman. I don't know if you've ever had your legs waxed. You know how much it hurts, right? This hurts. Well, no one told me this. So I said, sure, let's do it. He yanks out that first one. And I'm telling you, 
Nothing has ever hurt like that in my life. It's astonishing. I was so raw. It was like a, it was like a, it did not feel at all like I thought. I thought, oh, they're going to yank the hair out. It's going to feel so nice and smooth. No, it's like a barren wasteland in there now. It's like a, it's like a, it's like sandpaper. It's way worse than it was before. Way worse. You kind of dig up in there and you're like, oh, this is awful. It feels awful in there. So, and then I'm begging him not to do the other one. I'm like, listen, we've done one. I'll live with the imbalance. <laughs> but he says, no, you got to do it. How so, could you think this wouldn't hurt? I, I don't understand. I guess I, I... Just saying it out loud, I can t- tell you right now it's going to... I didn't terrible. think about it a lot. He just said, oh, no, it's good and you'll be able to breathe better and you won't have this. And honestly... I thought to myself, if this guy is looking in my nose and saying there's a lot of hair in my nose, look, I'm a 56-year-old man. Like, maybe I should do Maybe I'll look nicer. Maybe my wife will be, oh, I'll come home. Oh, honey, look how nice your, look how nice and hairless your nose is. I mean, who knows what might happen? Didn't happen? <laughs> that did not happen. <laughs> I came home in tears. I came home literally weeping. My eyes did not water I wept. I cried. I cried like a child. I cried like a small kid when they shoot old Yeller at the end of the movie. I'm hysterical crying, and I'm asking states for bandages. Stacey thought you got beat up by neighborhood boys. And it bled. I've got blood now. I cannot. So my advice, if I may, to anyone listening, is if anyone ever says, can I wax any part of you say no like i saw the movie 40 year old virgin i thought they were kidding like i thought oh it can't really hurt that much he's an actor like they must have done 50 takes of this steve carell it hurt like nothing in my life has ever hurt ever so i just felt a need to share that Mm. hembo do you have any thoughts i've never noticed that your nose hairs were long me neither like, I, were my nose hairs prominent? I'm asking the people in the room who work with me every single day. They often are prominent, especially with older people. Right. But, but I've never noticed yours being long. No, that, no, no. So, so either that or you could tell that you don't breathe well out of your nose or both. But that's not something I've ever noticed. Not one Let time. me tell you, if you ever receive the option of having your nostrils waxed or not breathing well out of your nose... Choose not to breathe. Uh, And you paid for it. And I'll tell you another thing that's happened is I smell better now. I don't mean that I physically smell better. I mean, I smell things around me better, and that's not good. That's not good. I'm going to tell you where you don't want to be when you get your nostrils waxed, and that is an Uber. That was a horrendous shock this morning. (laughs) We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.